0: Well, hello everybody. Welcome to the Monday night call, and I'm so glad that you're here. It's another Monday, and we are in almost the middle of June. So like the middle of the year, you guys. And I'm, you know, always curious, you know, if you're on track for your goals that you set in January, which seems probably like yesterday. But, you know, so many people make goals that they want to achieve by convention or by fall or by the end of the year. And there are many reasons why we often don't meet them, and then sometimes we surpass those. You know, we start to hit momentum, and we catch that, and then we surpass where we think. Oh, we set a goal, a goal for gold, and then all of a sudden, poof, right through that, and you're almost a platinum. And it's not always you know, negative things that happen when we're going to our, our goals, but sometimes we're not where we want to be. And it's like a good time right now to do a check-in because summertime is a time of year that a lot of people are doing things like the lake and the fishing and the vacations and all that, and they put away what their their, their work that, and the momentum they gained in the spring and coming off of the, the holiday season, which is often very strong. So my, um, my encouragement right now would be for you to um, – Excuse me, I said something in my throat. <laughs> I was like trying to clear that. My encouragement would be for you to uh, take an assessment of where are you, and what do you need to do to to keep flowing through the summer while everybody else is kind of on vacation, you know? Because there's a lot of hanging fruit, right? Low hanging fruit right now, and you can just clean up over this time of year. And if you gain momentum in the summer. Your fall will be outstanding. You won't have another fall like you had last year or the year before, or the year before, if you've been kind of hanging and, and the fall is only your highest time. So, the, the secret to mega fall success is actually the work that's done in the summer. So, I just want to give you guys that little bit of that. So, I am Jen Springer and I've been with Young Living Wit since 2001, in case this, if this is your first recording that you've listened to. And many changes over the years, but nothing ever, there's one thing that's never changed. And that's the heartbeat of this company and where this company comes from as far as why products are created and why, you know, this company sets themselves apart from so many other companies because we take care of each other, whether we're in the same team or a cross-line team or something like that. I've never seen in a network marketing company the synergy that we have with our distributors. So you're in the right place because we have something very, very special. And many of you that are listening are not in my own team, and these calls are for you and for you to share. If you need to listen to the rebroadcast or you want to share these rebroadcasts, you can go to SoundCloud on, on the Internet and find them. You search for Diamond Factory. But you can also, if you've got an Android, I think it's SoundCloud app, you download that, look for Diamond Factory. And then on the iTunes uh, podcast, look for Diamond Factory, and you'll see there's like, oh my gosh, there's almost like, I think there's 280 calls since 2013. <laughs> I used to do my own calls for many years just for my team. And then a friend of mine, Tom, uh, challenged. some of you may know him, he's like, open it up for everybody. And I opened it up, and we started that in 2013. But I think I first started calls in like 2004 or 5. I, I know by 5 I did, but it might have been 4 or even earlier. So now these are open for you, and you can share them. And it's a library of training of leaders and resources, and it's just a fantastic place. For you to go. And if you're listening to the podcast and you're not on the Monday Call email list, make sure you go to oursimpletraining.com, get on my email list because I put through a lot of training that sometimes is exclusive only to that list and announcements and things like that. So make sure you go to oursimpletraining.com and get on that, even if you're just listening to the podcast. So let me go quickly through the specials because I know we're almost mid month and you probably know what they are, but I like to hit them again because they're really cool this month. You know, I have some fun things that are a little different than normal. So for 100 PV, we have, if you're on Essential Rewards, the 15 mil of citronella, which at this time of year is great to run in your diffuser when you're out on the patio and you're just hanging out making s'mores or whatever it is, just relaxing. That is a very helpful oil. Um, At 190 PV, if you're on Essential Rewards, you also get a 5 mil of Northern Lights Black Spruce. And actually, those two would be great together in a diffuser. So you get those if you're on Essential Rewards. You also get at 190 a a 15 ml of lime, which is a versatile oil that can do so many, so many things. And I remember when that oil came into the line of Young Living, it wasn't available for a very long time. And we were so happy. Because we had all the other citrus oils, but we didn't have lime, which so many things we could do with lime. I mean, it's just such a distinctive aroma. You know, we could just, you know, lime has a million different jobs it can do. So it's very exciting when we got that. So at 250 PV, you get all of that, plus a peppermint cedarwood soap, which I'm going to tell you to use that soap before you go outside this time of year, okay? So if you're dealing with some pests or you're doing some gardening or some hiking and you want to be pest-free and you want to enjoy your day or your evening, peppermint cedarwood soap is really great for that. And people don't, they're like, oh, wow, I never thought of that. Yes, peppermint cedarwood soap. And some people, when they go camping, will actually use the pet shampoo for their hair and as a body wash as well. So a little side note on that. Uh, Ladies, if you do use that, make sure you bring some conditioner because it doesn't have conditioner in it. You might have hair like straw, but it will work very well to, you know, help protect you when you're outdoors. All right, so at the 300 PV, you get, these are the fun, I mean, not that the other things aren't fun, but these are fun things. Um, You get the Ningxia Nitro 14 pack at the 300 PV, which, you know, you got a tough day out on the boat or you're... Pulling weeds, or you're just doing whatever outside. I was at a horse show all day, both days on Saturday and and Sunday. Nitro is very handy when you hit the wall at like 3 p.m. Even if you aren't an adrenal fatigue issue person, you definitely could use that when you want to take a nap. So you get that. Plus, you get those fun socks called the Ninja Nitro branded socks at the 300 PV. So very exciting uh, rewards this year, some fun things. It's really cool. And whoever made these, this grouping obviously was thinking and being creative, and we really appreciate them for that. All right, so let's get into our call topic today, which I'm pretty excited about, you know, having the energy and the uh, stamina to make it through the ranks. You know, a lot of times on these calls we talk about some hard topics, because, you know, when you come in and, you know, we, we get started and everything is new and fun and wonderful, and we're like, yeah, I just need to share, and then I'm going to be like, you know, diamond and blah, blah, blah. And then, like, re, you know, you start ba- building your business and sharing, and sometimes trials and tribulations come through that you move and, you know, move through and you grow personally. Um, there's, you know, a lot of wisdom with our distributors that come on who are, of leadership ranks, and I'm really excited today to have on Courtney Vogel, who is a diamond in Young Living. She started actually building her business. She'd used oils for quite a while, but she started building five years ago. She's a mom. She's a wife. She's an entrepreneur. She lives outside of Nashville, and one of my favorite areas of the country, Kentucky, Tennessee, it's a pretty close race between those two for me. I love the, that area of the, of the country, and if you've never been there, you guys put that area on your bucket list to go into those mountains, or if you like horses, go into to Kentucky and venture on that western side of the state. It's just, it's just heaven for all of that. So, Courtney, I'm so excited that you're here. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day and away from your family to come and share wisdom and help mentor any, any, anybody who's listening, you know whether people are new or they are a, a diamond or beyond. I know we get all t- different people that are listening to these calls. I really appreciate you coming here and and joining us today.
1: Absolutely. Thank you so much, Jen. And I just have to say... Um, I feel like Young Living as a whole owes you so very much because you really do just exude the diamond mentality, right? So we're always telling our distributors that we need to have a diamond mentality and a diamond mindset, which is to uh, not look at something from a perspective of, well, I'm not going to help you because you're not on my team, but you really have done, like you said, 280 calls that have benefited the entirety of Young Living. And I know that I am very grateful to you and thank you so much for asking me to do this. It is an absolute pleasure to do this. I'm super excited and um I guess I'll just get right into it. I want to tell you a little bit about myself, my family, and uh, my Young Living story. And first of all, the most important thing, um, my husband Mike and I have been married for 16 years, and we have three awesome children. We have a 12-year-old girl, a 10-year-old girl, and a 5-year-old boy. And as you said, we do live outside of Nashville in the town of Franklin. We have a farm here where we have... Oh, gosh, I lose count. I guess 38 animals today. Oh, really? (laughs) Um, Yeah, 38 animals. Lots of chickens. Uh, Lots of them are chickens. I love that. And um, we just have a blast out here. So we love it. We homeschool. My husband is in the entertainment industry, and he travels a lot. So he's away more than he's home. And we made the decision to homeschool our children so that we could travel with him. So we just got back from a long stint in New Zealand, which was awesome. And um, yeah, New Zealand, it was beautiful. I had only been to Australia one time, my children hadn't even left the country yet. So this was our first venture with them overseas. And it was awesome. We made some really incredible memories. Um, So yeah, that's us in a nutshell. And as far as my young living story goes, um, as you said, Jen, I used the oil for years before I told a single soul about them. And I absolutely was one who had to overcome that uh, embarrassment, if you will, of network marketing, right? How so many of us are afraid or even ashamed to say, yeah, I'm a network marketer because it has this terrible connotation and it took me a long time to get over that. And now I'm very proud of the work that we do. And I think that that's a very important step in someone being able to own their Young Living business is the ability to own that part of it. And, um, I, I I am a classically trained homeopath, so homeopathy is its own branch of natural medicine, and homeopathy will always be my first love. Um, but through that, I kind of started to look into complementary alternative medicine and began working towards a degree in that and started on my journey learning about aromatherapy and herbalism. And I realized I wanted to use oils. And when I did all of my research, the way that I process my research is by writing. And I ended up with a six page document that led me back to Young Living. All of the important things that I was researching, the safety and the efficacy and the trustworthiness of the company, all led me back to Young Living. And uh, before that, I want to touch a little bit on burnout, right? Because that's what we wanted to address in this call. And Mm -hmm. um, I think that you really hit the nail on the head when you said this isn't something that's relegated only to Young Living distributors, right? This is something that any of us can experience. And I went through a season seven years ago that was definitely the darkest time in my life. And um, I had lost my identity. I was super mom. Everything that went into my children's mouths was homemade. If they were eating bread with their sandwich, I had made the bread from scratch. Every sauce, every condiment, every, everything I made for my children homemade. And um, my children were well taken care of. My husband was well looked after. And I was prideful. I, I loved having it all together and getting everything done. And I just have to say, mom guilt is real, but so is mom pride. And I was absolutely living in that place. And I came to the startling realization one day that I had no clue who I was anymore. So I was Mike's wife, and I was Cassie and Charlie's mom. I didn't have my son at the time. But who was I? I had no clue. I didn't know my favorite color. I couldn't tell you my favorite food. Um, I realized that we can become just as proud of our self-discipline and our sacrificial giving and self-denial as we can of our success and our material possessions. So I had allowed the situation that I placed myself in, that of total submission and humility to provide for my family at the detriment of myself, to become a place of pride and Everything was swept out from under me at the realization that I didn't know who I was. And I made some ridiculous choices during that time. I was incredibly depressed. Um, And it was, oh, man, it was a long slow, hard-fought battle to regain myself, it took me years to figure out who I was. And I was wildly happy as a stay-at-home mom, but there was something missing. And I, I still wanted to grow and to contribute, and I felt like while wife and mom are definitely the most important jobs that I will ever have, um, there was something that was missing. And that's when I discovered homeopathy, which led me into oils, which led me to Young Living. And, um, you know, my, my first why, we always talk in Young Living about you have to have your why. And I am a big advocate of that. You have to know why it is that you're doing what you're doing in order to wake up and do it every day when it becomes tedious. And when you're tired of doing it and my why has been to empower mothers to make wise health decisions for their families. And now it has moved into this incredible realm of mentoring women in business. And I'm seeing all of these stay at home moms on my team be able to, to stay home because they're now bringing in the money that they need to be able to do that, which is, um, I mean, that just touches a place in my heart that I never even knew existed. Um, and, you know, you know how it is like you be, you, you make these treasured friendships, right, with these people that outside of Young Living you probably never would have met. Um, So I love my job now. I absolutely love it. But it was a long journey for me from burnout to now walking in my identity and my passion and my purpose. And that's what I wanted us to talk about, Um, you know, today was just uh, hopefully preventing some of our friends that are listening from making the same mistakes Um, I know, Jen, that you and I, when we talked um, a couple days ago, you shared that you have had some burnout as well. Um, So I think that (laughs) (laughs) you probably would agree that it's harder doing damage control than it is preventing burnout in the first place, right?
0: Yes. And, you know, it sneaks up on you, and all of a sudden, you hate your Mm -hmm. life, and you're like, what
1: happened? You know? Yeah.
0: (laughs) Then getting out of that can take years.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. And it did. It took me years and years. And, you know, as we share, getting through these times of burnout and young living, I want to be clear, I'm not, I'm not above that now. Right? Like, I'm, I'm exiting a season of complete burnout. And I was, I was so transparent with my team through that process of like, Oh, my gosh, you guys, I am so completely and utterly burnout. Um, So we're not above that, right? Like, just because you make it to these ranks where we are, it does not mean that you are are surpassing the propensity towards burnout. So I think that we have to be uh, wildly aware of of these things because, like you said, they do sneak up on you.
0: Mm-hmm. What were some of the things that you saw when you, you, you almost had, like, did you have a moment of, like, a wake-up call where it, it just, like, kind of came up in your face where you really said, "Oh my gosh, I'm like I'm like in trouble or I need to do something." Did you have that moment? Was it clear or was it kind of Oh funny? yeah.
1: Oh gosh, no. It was it was crystal clear. And honestly, I think that it came one day when someone asked me one of those two questions. It was either what my favorite color was or what my favorite food was. It was something that you ask children, right? Like I can ask my five year old those questions and he knows instantly. And I didn't, I realized in that moment I didn't know who I was. So, you know, I think that uh, something that might be helpful for, for our friends that are listening is to ask them the question who are you? What makes you come alive? That's what you need to go and do. And what are your desires? You know, as I I had the amazing honor of speaking to a bunch of women at a really incredible event in South Carolina about a year ago. And as I started researching um, identity and purpose and desires and things like that, I was floored. The Latin root word for the word desire is of the father. And I was oh, like, oh, my goodness. Okay, so your desires were created in your heart from spirit, father, source, whatever it is that you ascribe to, that was, that was there. That was in your heart. Those desires were there. So are you living in that? Like, does that, are, you, are you living in what makes you come alive every single day? So are you living intentionally? Because I feel like it's our responsibility. It's not only our right, but it's our responsibility to live intentionally.
0: Hmm. How, what were the you know what were the some of the first things that you did to start coming back to who you are where you weren't just mom or wife or mm. you know whatever you know these labels that we put on ourselves so that you yeah. you didn't good thing you caught it now and not when they left after college or <laughs> you right? know, college <laughs> it's Absolutely. Like, what kind of, but what what was the um, you know the beginning of that looking for you if somebody's in burnout right now what are some of the the first things Steps that they might explore to moving through that, or if you know, or the sign, like you said, some of the mm-hmm. signs you gave that, but what are some of the first things they can do to, to start moving out of that?
1: Yeah, I think that um, anytime someone's dealing with burnout in their professional life, their private life, it doesn't matter, delegation is key. And that is a bad word for me. I am a um, You know, I'm a perfectionist. I'm a recovering perfectionist. I'm trying to get better at that. Um, And delegation is not something that I'm good at. Um, It's something that I had to do, though, for survival. In that that point in my life, I was not – an excellent mother and an excellent wife anymore because I was so burnt out and so I had to delegate. So what that looked like for me um, was hiring someone to help me with my kids a couple times a week um, because, like I said, you know my husband travels all the time. So it was, it was just me. I, I'm a single mom a lot of the time. And I had to hire someone to clean my house every so often. Um, I had to that, – that for me was self-care. You know what I mean? And I had to, uh, again, this is just my personal life. You know, I'm, I'm a believer. And for me, that meant me getting back plugged in to God and making sure that I was being fed in that way because you can't pour from an empty cup. My cup was empty. No. And um, I began to research what, what, what interest might I have? I had no clue. And when I discovered alternative medicine, I was like, oh, wow, that for me is what made me come alive. And that's how I knew that I was onto something. So delegate, and get plugged back into God's source, whatever that looks like for you, and uh, finding what it is that sets your heart on fire, because that's what you need to focus on.
0: Oh, my gosh, that's so good. The And, and then Young Living came in after that? Well, hold on. Yeah. That. Did Young Living come in before you, when you were, you yeah. were in that phase of, law? you know, like finding mm-hmm. yourself? Or where did Young Living enter? And then second question is, first is when did Young Living enter? Second one is, this is huge for a lot of people. Yeah. When did you decide to hire at what rank were you? Okay, so first mm. answer that first one. You know, where did Young Living sure. enter? And then second one is, uh, when did you decide to hire?
1: Yeah, so I um, I had gotten my starter kit with Young Living, I want to say, maybe a year before my Tragic burnout period, right? But I was that person who ordered a kit. I didn't know my enroller, I didn't know her at all. Um, we happened to be chatting back and forth from a message board, and I saw Young Living member ID number, blah, 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 at the bottom. And I was like, I emailed her back, and I was like, I know that we were talking about XYZ, but I just happened to see this. I've been studying about essential oils, and all of my research has led me, led me back to Young Living. I don't know anyone who uses it. Can I sign up with you? And so that's how I signed up, which was interesting. But I was that person who let my starter kit sit in the drawer in my bathroom untouched for, oh, my goodness, years, literally years. Really? They sat there. Yes, absolutely. They just sat there. And I would break them out and smell them every once in a while. I didn't love the smells at first, and I didn't understand what to do with them. And – after I began my studies of natural medicine and began to look into aromatherapy and then, you know, really realized all of this stuff, I was like, oh, (laughs) so everything led me back to the oil company that I had bought the starter kit from, you know, forever ago. And so I'm going to really like dive back into this. And so I did, and I had to order all new oils. I mean, who, like, I don't even know whatever happened with that first kit, you know, and I, so for me that that initial burnout was unrelated to my young living business. That was just my personal life and um, i I would say that I began actually building a young living business when um let's see this was five years ago, so you know two years after the burnout, and I had used the oils for so long at that point, I was using them faithfully before I started building and people would be like, well, what would you use for this? And I'm like, Oh, I use this oil called thieves and like I'm trying to buy it. And it says that I need a member ID number to get it. And I was like, I don't know what that is. Like, I don't have a member ID number. They're like, well, you have to. And I finally found it and would give it to them. And then a check would come in the mail and I would get a $50 check from Young Living. And then I would get a $150 check from Young Living just because people were asking me what to use for things. And Finally, I um, messaged my enroller, and I was like, can you please tell me why Young Living is sending me free money? Like, I don't even understand what is happening. And she's like, that's because you're sharing, and they have a program, and you can actually build a business. And I was like, huh, isn't that something? Like, all of this is happening. Without my even trying, what would happen if I actually exerted a little bit of effort? And um, and that's when everything started. Um, I went from executive to silver in one month and at that point you remember the the silver in six right
0: yep the, the kit
1: yes the aroma complete and so i i worked really 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 hard and got the silver in six to get the aroma complete and i pushed so hard that month that i was that was my first time burning out with young living and i was like i don't want to no other oil ever, and then I was fine. Obviously, you know how it is. Like we rest up and we're good to go, and then we get our fire lit again. And um, and so, as far as delegating in terms of my young living business, um, I just I'm a little bit embarrassed to say that I just started doing that now.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: At the rank of it's diamond. Tough. It's, it's tough.
0: I, I'm with you. I have two admins myself, and I'm like, mm. why am I doing some of these things when I could easily make some tutorial videos and have them do it? What's wrong with me? You know. <laughs> yes. Absolutely,
1: absolutely. Yes. I still feel like I need to hire an assistant, but that scares me, because what if they don't do it right? <laughs>
0: right, I know. Or what if they leave, and then what?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yes, it is very yes. true. And I think a lot of people hire somebody – somewhere in the realm of platinum, diamond is, you know, unless they, Mm -hmm. sometimes home like, um, you know, helping with kids and stuff can happen earlier Mm -hmm. for sure. But when it comes to business management, it seems like the trend is platinum, diamond-ish. Is is that what you've seen?
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's been my experience as well. Um, And and sometimes I think that it it can be as simple as, like you were saying, it, it is very freeing for our business to hire out areas in our personal life right? Mm-hmm. So you can, you can hire out, instead of cleaning your house, you can hire that out, and I can make more money doing what I do than I can save by cleaning my own house. Does that make sense?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know what I well, mean? So, Yes. Go ahead.
0: yes. No, I, I was just saying that, you know, we sometimes have to look at what, the, you know, I'm very red and very green, you know, very like, mm-hmm. you know, and so I look at what I, I look at my check, and then I look at how many hours I work and wh- what that value is, you know, divide mm-hmm. that by the hours. And then I look at things that I should outsource. And, you know, yeah. luckily, Monty and I have a relationship where he does a lot of things here. But there's things that I'm like, I need to outsource that I just pay mm-hmm. somebody to do it, because they could do it in five minutes when it would take me, like, six hours, you know. And it's Absolutely. not a good, you know, more time into my business would yield greater return. So yes.
1: Yep. That's exactly right. And <laughs> and that's a lesson that we can take into our young living businesses as well. And this is a conversation that I've had recently with my team of us needing to delegate the things and really working within our realm of genius, right? So, so the big leap. Have you read that book?
0: I don't think so.
1: Oh my goodness. It's I'll so amazing. List. Yeah, um, it's it's wonderful. And you know, so the, the conversation that I had was, I, I'm not good at making graphics. I'm a very green personality. My second color is red. Um, I have very little blue. I'm trying to be a little bit more fun. I have more yellow than I do blue, um, but I am not good at making graphics. I'm not good at all of those pretty things. You know, there's there's teams that have all the pretty things, and that's just not my forte. And I was like, okay, you guys, if we want pretty things, like pretty branded, you know, team branded branded graphics, and we want things like that. I need someone who has that, that area of genius in their life, because that's not me. And, you know, if we want to be teaching people how to rock out the social media world, I need somebody else to do that, because I hate social media. I hate it with a passion. And so I feel like if we can delegate within our teams, and this is something that applies to even the lower ranks as well. You know, if you – I I have had the honor of working this business from the beginning with my best friend, and we are very, very different people. And we complement each other very well. And so she will take on certain tasks, and I will take on certain tasks. And together, we can get so many more things done when we do them together. So I think that delegation is key within an organization as well.
0: So did you ever have that point in your business where – everybody was codependent on you, and then you had to separate that? Or, were you, or did you create that from the beginning of independence?
1: I'm, I, oh, I, I created goodness. that
0: as codependence. It was terrible.
1: Yeah, absolutely. That's absolutely what I did. And basically, I was enabling my team. I wasn't empowering them. And the problem is that that created a whole world of problems for both of us, not just for me, but for them as well. So, you know, I think that diamonds and crowns and royals have only gotten to their level by delegating. And, you know, same thing with my kids, right? So my kids, my my older two, my 12-year-old, my 10-year-old, I don't do dishes anymore because I finally delegated to them um, dishes. So my older one washes and my younger one dries. And I was like, holy cow, you guys, they have probably been capable of this for the last three years, and I just didn't know it because I was too much of a perfectionist. To, you know, to, to not be upset if there was a little smudge of something left on a glass or something like that. Um, so, yeah, this is key. Like, we, we have to, it's difficult, I think, to strike that balance of I want to walk beside my team. I don't want to walk in front of them, and I don't want to pull them, and I don't want to push them, but I want to walk with them right? I want us to work together as a community. And that's where we're at right now. That is something that is an ongoing theme right now where we're kind of rehashing all of this and trying to make sure that we do these things right. And so what I would encourage um, the, the lower ranks to do now to empower your team to lead and to not just be led, and the silvers and above, if maybe you're finding yourself in this place now of, oh, no, they're depending a little bit too much on me. So make sure that you're asking the right questions. So I had posted in um, in our business building group one day, I said something like, um, what do you need from me to make your business more successful? And that's because I was coming from a place I always strive to provide value for my team, right? And It hit me upside the head like a day or two later, I was like, oh, my gosh, I just asked the wrong question. The question should have been, what do we need to do together to make you feel confident and able to get yourself to the next level, right? So taking the onus off of me and what I could do to make them be successful, like they they need the desire and the will and action to grow. Nothing else is going to work, so we can we can get ourselves to silver, right We can kind of drag people along with us to silver. you can 't get to silver get past silver without some leaders that are helping you right you can 't do it. I think that it 's completely impossible so don 't do what I did. you know I, I inadvertently i think held my builders back from um, from writing their own story within Young Living and from walking their own journey. And it came from a place of wanting to give them the best of everything, but I did not let them own their own business. And that was a huge, huge error on my part. I have to let them be the boss of their own business.
0: What are some of the things that they come back and say to you when you ask them that question? If you could also repeat that. It was Mm -hmm. so golden. I know people are going to want to hear it again. So what do we need to do together together so that you can get to to the next level confident in something else? I don't remember what you said. I was Mm -hmm. trying to get it myself. Yeah.
1: No, that's fine.
0: So yeah, What do they often say to you?
1: So instead of what do you need from me to make your business more successful, it's what do we need to do together to make you feel more confident and able to get yourself to the next level? And so some of the things that I hear are, um, I, I, need, I need help with feeling more confident in knowing how to talk to people or how to teach a class. Um, something else that I'm doing now is I'm sure that you, you run into this problem too. You probably get a million messages a day from people who are like, you know, my child stubbed his toe. What do I do? What oil do I use? Mm-hmm. And I'm now trying to really work on that. Um, getting that under control so that kind of that chain of command is put back into place, right, Um, so that I can have more time to pour directly into my frontline leaders um, that are my qualifying legs so that they can then take that and go down go down their legs as well. Right. So I'm really working to coach and mentor them through mentorship programs, um, just personal contact that I have with all of my frontline leaders and more every single day virtually. Um, So I'm trying to focus more on making sure that they are empowered so that they can then empower their people. Because if you look at an organization, so, you know, there's, I don't know, maybe 3,600, 3,800 people in my organization right now. If you look at that number and you think about trying to empower all of those people to do every single thing that you do, right? oh, my gosh, that's so overwhelming. But if yeah. I look at my top six leaders and say, okay, I'm going to teach you what I do so that you can – Take what you want and leave the rest, right? Because it's not my way or the highway. You're going to have your own way, your own story of doing, you know, ways of doing things. And then they can take it to their leaders and they can take it to their leaders and they can take it to their leaders. And I think that that's a surefire way of protecting us from more burnout because we're trying to coach 3,600 people versus just six.
0: Hmm. That was golden, everybody. (laughs) That was so good. I I love it. This is so good. I, I I get you guys. I get. I get so much value out of these calls too. This is like our private conversation that you guys are listening to. Oh, it's so good. So, um, yeah, we. Oh my gosh, that was so good. I I mean, I took like serious notes on that one. (laughs) You heard my keyboard in the background. You know, i get so like going on at, um, this it. This is for all of us, right? It's it's also good too sure. to talk about it because it also like reiterates mm-hmm. they say you know the, you ma- you become a master when you're also the teacher. You know, it's so important. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely. So if you find that people are really getting stuck at whatever mm-hmm. silver executive whatever, and they mm-hmm. can't inch forward at all and budge, wh- how do you work with them? You know, what are some insights that you have for that?
1: Yeah, so I will say you are not alone, right? If you are stuck, generally in my experience, let me know, Jen, if this is true for you as well. In my experience, it tends to happen at executives. People mm-hmm. kind of get stalled out at executives. Sometimes it's yep. silver, but more often I feel like it's executives. Do you agree?
0: Yeah, that dance between executives, mm-hmm. silver, right in there, up and down, They, yes, yeah, totally.
1: Yeah, Absolutely. And um, again, you're in good company. It's not just you. This happens. And um, this happened to me also. I was silver for what felt like 9 million years. In reality, (laughs) um, it was probably, I don't know, it may have been a year or a year and a half, something like that. Um, And I vacillated between executive and silver repeatedly. So I, what I say what I'm about to say from a place of, of honesty for sure, but also humility. And so please recognize that I know this to be true because I've been here. Not just once, I've been here multiple times. So mm-hmm. I, it, as hard as it is to hear, if you have been stuck at a rank for years, you're doing something wrong. Now, mm-hmm. that does not mean there is something wrong with you. But it means that there's just something wrong in the way that you're doing, right? So we have to take a step back and we have to look at this and say, okay, what is it that I'm doing or not doing that is um, not enabling me to move forward? And so what I find to be a really super important key point is the personal development action dance and I'm constantly preaching this to my, to my team. They're probably listening right now like, oh, here we go again. She's going on and on again, just like she does about enzymes. But I have my things. I have my things, you guys. So by not doing personal development, you will not get to the top in this business. Mm-hmm. You won't do it. So your people skills absolutely have to multiply for you to be successful in this business. But it's not just personal development. You also have to put... Those personal development books that you're reading into action. So if all that you're doing is uh, personal development, personal development, all reading, all of these things, that's wonderful, that's amazing. But if you're not putting it into action, then they're just those shelf help books, right? So they're not self help, they're shelf help books. And if you're constantly moving, so you might just be, you know, putting out some some frenetic energy. But are you actually changing anything if you don't know what you're moving towards? So with all of the action, if you're not developing yourself as a person, you're just spinning yourself in circles. And so that is of the utmost importance. And um, I have found that um, generally speaking, people are really really keen on the action like we want to do all the IPAs and this is why we have so many incredible resources for IPAs and Young Living like the Happy Hangout and um, oily IPAs and all of those incredible subscription services because it's super important. But I think that the reason people are so quick to run to the action side and not to the personal development side is because it's hard work. In my opinion, in network marketing, the people stuff That's that's the hardest part, the people stuff, interacting with people and learning how to properly um, communicate with people. It's tough. We come across so many different personalities. And in a way, we kind of have to be a chameleon. We have to be able to speak everybody's language, right? Everybody's different color personality and the way that they take things. And um, I think that personal development is key. So um, if you're not doing personal development, you're not going to grow end of story, that's it. Um, you have to get resourceful. So it's never a lack of resources that's the problem, but it's a lack of resourcefulness. So are you bigger than your problems or are your problems bigger than you? So every wealthy person on this earth, every single one without fail, has the mindset that they are larger than their problems. Their problems are never bigger than they are. So are you bigger than your problems or are your problems bigger than you? That's a big thing. Um, I also believe that you can only grow to the level that you're able to manage. So there are some really hard truths to be learned at every single level. And without fail, you know, there were some incredible things that I learned at silver and gold and platinum and that I'm still now steady learning. And I'm never going to stop learning these things. But I know without a shadow of a doubt that I will not be able to move to the next level until I'm able to manage that. So that's another thing that people need to be looking out for. Um, And something that I have challenged my team to do that I would challenge anybody listening here today to do is the time that you spend in the evening watching television, spend that time reading a personal development book. Um, The Big Leap is a good one. If you want a recommendation, High Performance Habits by – uh, who is that? Uh, Brandon Burchard, I think. Um, start With Why. That's another good one. I don't know the author off the top of my head. Um, so at night, uh, oh, my goodness, How to Win Friends and Influence People, Dale the Carnegie, number like, one book. it way back. Oh, my goodness. It's incredible. It's absolutely life-changing. So you know, I don't, I don't watch TV at night. Uh, Every once in a while I will, if my brain is just completely fried, but I take that time and I'm reading a personal development book and I am better for it. I'm a better businesswoman. I'm a better leader. I'm a better mother. I'm a better wife. And I'm just an all around better human being. So you cannot go wrong by working on yourself.
0: Mm, I love that. Have you done, um, oh my goodness. I just, I'm like through it. I just finished it. Um, can't hurt me.
1: No, what is that?
0: Yeah, it's uh David Goggins.
1: Okay. He's I'm a, a Navy
0: SEAL, retired Navy SEAL. It's really beneficial about challenging our own limitations and moving through our own limitations and not anybody mm-hmm. that's going through stuff that they are kind of seeing it as it happening from their external environment. He took okay. all that and and turned it around and then succeeded through things and how he developed that mental toughness to go all the way it's really very good i have the audio book i would encourage the audio uh, book because there's a lot of um, uh, conversations that happen privately between Mm. him and the reader of the book that are not in the book so it can't hurt me it's good he does talk quite a bit so be aware of that you guys but it's really (laughs) really good so I'll add that one since you you gave me some. I'll give you yeah. one.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. I'm going to read it. I love it. And, you know, you bring up a really great point of, you know, toughening up so that we can work through the hard things. I can wow. promise you guys that there is no challenge that you're going to face as you work your way to the top of this company that some other diamond hasn't already faced and overcome. You're not... You're not, there's nothing different or new that somebody else hasn't done it. So I feel like that should be encouraging to people, you know, that says, like, there's nothing special about me. I worked really, really, really hard to get here. The only reason that I'm here is because I was willing to put in the hard work and the time and the effort and blood, sweat, and tears to get to this place, but there's nothing special about me, you guys. Nothing at all. So if I can do this, I am 100% positive that you can as well. And there's someone out there with a resource, with an idea, that can help you to overcome whatever it is that feels insurmountable to you. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes, and that's that's the beautiful part about these calls and 12 Days of Diamonds. And yes. I think uh, Oily, isn't Oily App is doing interviews now? And there's different summits. I mean, there's just so many resources that – you know, as we know, being the leader of our own team, sometimes you, someone can hear it differently from someone else, and it just clicks, yeah. and boom, you know, <laughs> it's like yeah, yeah, it's it's very and um it and what you were saying too of of reading these books, you know, these personal growth books, and you know, there's there's just one leads into the next. You guys, if you order one on Amazon, like five are being recommended, so you can just start clicking away mm-hmm. and looking at the reviews. But re- listening to those people, I find that it really starts my creative juices going. And, mm. I, you know, I don't know if that happens with you. Like, I'll listen to somebody about one thing and, else and I'll start having this idea, you know, or two or three or 12 come in of things I could do differently or the things that might, you know, pull me out of a stuck situation and look at it from a different angle. And reading yeah. these
1: books just inspires that
0: or audios Absolutely. or whatever.
1: Mm-hmm. I agree and I think that sometimes the hardest part is just starting it just cracking the book or pressing play on audible whatever that is for you that's the hardest part because once I'm a couple pages into a book without fail I am so fired up and I have the creative juices flowing like you said and all of these ideas coming into my head but sometimes it's just that first step of opening the freaking book right to even mm-hmm. get started so yeah I, I absolutely agree with you
0: I love that So when you bring in somebody brand new, you know, um, Mm -hmm. today versus, you know, five years ago, how are you setting them up for empowerment and being their own independent business owner right from the start to encourage that?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, Well, first of all, as I said, we have to empower and um, not enable them, right? And I really try to get people into their gifting right away. So, I, I encourage them, but not only encourage them, if we're being honest, I allow them, right? Because sometimes as, as a leader, we can we can try to just take ownership, and it comes from a place, again, a pure place of wanting to provide for our members, but we can kind of usurp the positions that some of our new members could take on. Um, so, allowing and encouraging them to walk in, in their giftings. Um, if you don't allow I have learned over the years if you don't allow your members new or old it doesn't matter to learn these things for themselves their giftings and and their zone of genius and all of that um, and do things their way they run the risk of never discovering just how powerful they are Mm. and I said to my team recently I said you guys I feel like it should be illegal to leave this earth without knowing just how powerful you are. And, you know, I, I want to not steal that from you guys. And so I, I like to lead people to reference material, right? So before I would be getting a million text messages about, you know, supporting an immune system and a respiratory system and a digestive system and all the things. And now I'm quick to turn people to their guides, to the reference guides, because, First of all, there's some incredible information in there, but second of all, you know, one of the things that led me into oils um, versus just homeopathy was there's a really steep learning curve with homeopathy. So there's, there's 4,000 different homeopathic remedies, and if you don't choose the right homeopathic remedy, you're not going to hurt yourself, but you're also not going to see any results. And so the chances of a layperson really choosing the right remedy are slim to none. So what I found was that by helping all the people through homeopathy, they were dependent upon me for each and every little thing. So if they had something that they were trying to combat that was something, you know, uh, smaller and of a more acute style thing than what we were dealing with maybe on the the long-term constitutional side of things, then they were coming to me for that as well. And I was like, oh, my gosh, you're coming to me for each and every little thing. I'm not...
0: Are you there? I think she just fell off. Are you there, girl? I see you're on the call still. I think you went muted or something. Are you
1: there? There you are. You're back. Yay. How weird was that? It knocked me out. Um, <laughs> Sorry about that. Anyway, okay. so. so a minute.
0: Half a second. Everything, every answer in the universe was in there. and We missed
1: it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> um but anyways, yeah, I wanted to empower people and I wasn't empowering anybody to do anything because they were dependent upon me for each and every thing. And so that's what led me to oils. You guys like I know it seems overwhelming at first, but oils are really easy, really, really easy. If you know the oils that support the digestive system and the immune system and the respiratory system, you're good to go right? So really have pointing them towards the reference guides, that's huge. And also sending them back to their leaders, their next in line leaders, so that I'm not usurping that role so that it's not, well, I can only get an answer from Courtney. Because let me tell you, there are some incredible leaders that know so much that they need to be edified as well. So I'm really working on edifying those
0: leaders as well. Mm, I, I love that. That's, that's really, really fantastic, and um, you know when um, I think I'm looking here to make sure, I think we covered all the stuff that I wrote down was I know that you were making some special things that you wanted to ensure that you shared with people today, um, did we cover everything that you wanted to cover, or was there uh, some other topics you wanted to make sure that you got into the hands of the listeners today
1: um you know, just a couple of things that I'd love to leave everybody with. First of all, um, as leaders, we can't want the success of our members more than they want it for themselves.
0: Mm. And that's
1: been a really hard lesson for me because I it's, want so much. Oh my for gosh, my it's leaders. so
0: hard. That's so hard. Yeah,
1: <laughs> it is. It really, really is. It's so difficult. And I'm really, I'm still working on that, you know, and sometimes if someone, you know, quits or or whatever the case may be. I find that if I want it, you know, more than they do, it's not going to be successful anyway. So why let myself go through that heartache, right? And so that's what I would tell you guys, regardless of your rank, it doesn't matter. You cannot want this more for your people than what they want it for themselves. And, you know, if you are putting in the hard work day after day, you're going to eventually get there. If you're doing all the things, but There's a reason why, you know, at the rank of Diamond, you are in the top less than 0.1% of the distributors in Young Living. Less than 0.1%. You guys, getting to Diamond is not easy. If it were easy, everybody would be doing it. But it's so, I mean, there's a lot of us. There are a lot of us who do it. And the only difference is that we were willing to keep getting up one more time past the time when we got knocked down and didn't feel like getting up again. Mm -hmm. So if you need to reignite your fire, if you need to find that thing again, go talk to a new builder. Their energy is infectious. And their excitement over the product and over the business because they're still so new, that is going to reignite the fire for you. So I would tell you that that's a secret for me when I'm feeling burnout is to go and talk to a new builder. Um, I, I would also say that if you are the rank of executive and above, you are expected to contribute. And even if you have an upline who has an incredible support group, Go to your upline and tell them that you want to be more involved. Your face needs to be there in the product education group and in the business group or whatever that looks like for your team. You need to be involved. Your team needs to see your face and they need to know your gifting. So if you're great at branding or graphics or you know the compensation plan inside and out or you're great at product education or social media, whatever that is, We need to be using these things as a community instead of just hoarding them for ourselves. And again, Jen, as you you have that incredible diamond outlook, because we know that diamonds make a certain percentage of what Young Living makes as a whole every single month, Mm. right? And the reason they did that, hello, Gary Young is incredibly intelligent. The reason they (laughs) did that is because they didn't want to ever hear, oh, I'm not supporting them because they're not on my team and so exactly. start thinking like a diamond now and having that mindset and don't be afraid to help people in other teams other organizations because ultimately it's going to help you even though that's not why we do it it's ultimately going to help you so it's a win-win situation
0: that is incredibly you know full of wisdom and that that did trickle down from Gary and Mary and yeah I'm sure some of your best friends are cross-line people. I mean, I know they mine, are. you know, are. It's like, you just like, like, there's something very, um, you know, long-term life relationships that we develop with our own team, but also with others. Because I've seen people since I started, like, I mean, all all things imagining. I mean, they're kids graduating high school and now they're diamonds, you know, kind of stuff. You wow. know, Wow. So this is a long haul for those of you that are here and listening and getting started. I mean, this could be your, your community and your family for a very long time if you choose it to be.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Some of my most treasured friends are friends that, again, I probably would not have met. And I have to say don't forsake the opportunity to make some really awesome cross-line friendships because there's something incredible there when there's not a competition, right? It removes that place of competition somehow. And, you know, this is how you and I met, Jen, was through the Platinum Mingle group on Facebook. So many incredible things come from that group.
0: It's a wonderful group. A lot of little diamonds like you, I mean, they're they're hanging out there because that group they say has got magic in it.
1: (laughs) It does. It absolutely does, and that's just another reason to work really hard and become a member of that. And the Gold Mingle Group is just amazing, and I just love the Young Living community. And I think that what we have is incredibly special in the world of network marketing.
0: Yes, we absolutely we do. And you know, the as you and I talked the other day, you know, throughout this industry, when you're in it a long time, there's going to be a lot of fads and a lot of things that come and go, and it may seem for a new person that that's like you know people say now young living is saturated or everybody's this or everybody's that or you know you know the the, the trends come and go and they always will and mm-hmm. we um we have more awareness about essential oils in young living than ever before but we have so many people that don't know about oils you know if you're in the homeschooling moms club there's going to be more people that are like they're going to hear about oils yeah. than if you went to the plumbers union where all of yeah. those people or maybe one maybe have heard of oils so we have to you know get creative if you're in an area that has a heavy community you've got to reach out into other groups and have some fun meeting people outside of your current circle and it's just I live in a very um, young living centric city in Minneapolis, and oh, my goodness, there's people all day long we can sponsor, even though this is one of the hubs of many diamonds here in Minneapolis. So mm-hmm. I don't know where that came from. That just rolled out of my mouth.
1: <laughs> it's true. It's so true. And, you know, it's interesting because several years ago, I feel like the the boom of essential oils, which, I don't know, in my opinion, like around 2013, everything kind of exploded. Yes, and yes. And the Ooh. thing of it is is that it was harder then, because we had to convince people that oils were a thing, right? Nobody knew what those little bottles were. Not everybody
0: knows about it. No. It was, this is olive oil, this is essential yeah. oil. That's how I used to teach my <laughs> classes. I'm like, exactly. you know Jesus and the frankincense and the myrrh? Well, we're going that way. You ever heard of lavender? Yeah,
1: totally. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So we had to convince people that oils were a thing and they were worthwhile and they were effective. And now everybody knows about oils. And so now what we have to do is to create value and to let people see the value that you are going to add to their lives when they enroll with you. So it's just different. It's not better. It's not worse. It's just different.
0: Yeah, totally. Wow. Well. I mean, our hour just, like, poofed by. Are there any last little final thoughts you have for everybody as we finish up here? And I just so appreciate your wisdom and your openness to share, you know, because it's just so valuable, you know, it's so valuable for people to hear this and inspires me even um, you know, to listen to, to different things and even stuff you're saying. I'm taking notes. Are there any things that you want to just leave as we finish up here and wrap up? And I, I'll open the line so people can say goodnight to you as well.
1: Sure. Yeah, Just, I, I would just encourage you that it is an incredible opportunity that we have with Young Living. And we we have all of these women, m- most of us with no college education, right, making an incredibly lucrative living you have stay-at-home moms able to stay at home with their babies through this. And the testimonies of, of um, the physical and emotional uh, – Try struggle to find a compliant word um, – <laughs> um, you know, the, the changes that can be made in our physical bodies and, and, and mentally and emotionally and all of those things through these oils, this is an incredible, incredible opportunity, you guys. So um, – I don't know. I, just, I, hope, that, I hope that everyone will, will find what it is. If it's not this, that's okay. But I hope that you will really find that thing that lights your heart on fire, that you'll find that and you'll walk in that because that's what the world needs is people who are walking through life with their hearts set ablaze because you are the change makers in this world. So um, thank you so much for having me. I have really enjoyed this and I hope that we can do it again.
0: Of course. Yes, I always, uh, you know, reaching out and talking to you guys to come on to, you know, inviting you to come on to this call. And, you know, we all have something that we're working on personally and with our team, Mm -hmm. and um, it changes all the time. (laughs) And I've had people on multiple times that there's so much to share, and it's just the beginning. You guys, we could probably talk for like six hours. You know, we could go and and get (laughs) into this. But I know we've been some really good nuggets, and, um let me let me open up the lines so that we can all uh, say good night and and do our thing. Let me unmute. Oh. Thank, you. Thank you. Good night, everybody. Thank you.
1: Thank you, everyone. Thank you, good night, good night, night, Courtney.